episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and I'm excited to be recording a new solo podcast this week. Have you ever wondered why other lettering artists, illustrators, and creatives act so confidently? Well, they have worked hard into developing their self-confidence. And today, I'm going to share with you a few things that you can do to develop your own. And by the way, I want to let you know that last week we released the episode that I recorded with Mary-Kate McDevitt. Um, Mary-Kate uh, is a, an accomplished lettering artist and illustrator. And if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you to, to do that because Mary-Kate not only has a lot of experience into making her way um, in the lettering industry, finding clients, but also she has been in the game for a long time and she has the experience of someone who has gone through the ups and downs and um, and she's very open to speak about those. And she didn't only share um, strategies to, you know, to make your splash, as she calls it, into, um, into the illustration and lettering industry, but also she spoke about um, a specific roadblock she went through, which is a creative, uh, a creative block that she experienced uh, in her career. And she shared with us uh, techniques or ways in which you can step out of it. So if you ever experience one of those, uh, you know it's not a really nice place to be uh, in as an artist. And I will really recommend you to to listen to that episode with Mary-Kate McDivitt um, because she shares really valuable lessons and really valuable tips that you can use to, to get out of, of a creative blog yourself. Um, so today we're going to touch on confidence which is something that I consider super important to succeed as an artist, illustrator, and lettering artist. But first, what is confidence? Um, as a definition, confidence is the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or relied on someone or something. Confidence is knowing that you're doing it right um, and that you're making a decision and going for it, right? And a good way, I feel, I feel that a good way of defining Confidence is by speaking about the lack, lack of confidence, which is something that we have all experienced, right? Um, you know, when you are not confident in what you're doing, you're second guessing yourself. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, but am I good enough? Do I have the right tools? Is this the right way, right? Uh, you may have decided to go in one direction, but then you wonder if this is the right one. And because you're not sure, you're not going entirely in with it, right? So we have all been there and I think it's part of of growing up, uh, kind of experiencing lack of confidence because we are learning as we grow up. Um, whatever it is that we are learning, we, we here in this podcast, we speak up a lot about our skills and we try to improve our skills as lettering artists or illustrators or whatever it is that you do. Um, but we focus a lot about on the creative skills, right? But there's a lot of things that we need to learn as we go through life. And I think we have all experienced in one way or another that feeling of not feeling confident about doing something, whatever that is, cooking an egg for the first time, drawing for the first time, or I don't know, um, using a computer for the first time, right? So we can all relate to that. And I'm sure that you can relate as well. And you know, having confidence as an artist, it is important because something that I have observed across the board in the dozens of interviews that I have conducted here on this podcast is that, you know, normally 
normally our guests are accomplished lettering artists or illustrators or designers. And something that I have seen across the board is that they all have confidence. They all are confident when they speak about their work. And not because, not necessarily because they are extremely extroverted or well-spoken. I have had, um, I mean, all of our guests were well-spoken and they could communicate uh, themselves very well, but some of them were remarkably introvert or they define themselves as introverts. Nevertheless, they were really confident in the kind of work they were doing, right? They, when they spoke about their work, they knew that the work they, they, they did or they do is really good. And they know that. So they can also speak about that as a fact, right? Without second guessing. There, there was no question when they were, they, when, during our conversations, when, when we touch about, you know, why did you get this assignment or how did you get this assignment? They will never second guess the quality of their work or how good their work was. They know that their work is good, right? And this goes to say that it doesn't matter if you are an introvert or an extrovert because um, when you know that you're good at something, then that is, you know, that is your superpower and that is the let's say the the source of your confidence and i have seen that um throughout the conversations that i have had with with different personalities in this podcast that no matter whether they define themselves as extroverts or introverts they they don't doubt their work and this is this is the source of their confidence and this is this is the place where um from which they they speak to the world right so I feel that developing confidence as an artist is essential because if you don't trust your work, you won't trust yourself to share it, to share it to the world, to say, hey, this is me, this is what I do. Um, let's see if I can help you with my work. And if you don't share um, your work, no one will know that you exist, right? And this is really important. I think it's one of the roadblocks of many aspiring uh, artists out there or artists that are just starting that they have this this difficulty to show their work right and and we you know we we often believe or there's this myth in the in the illustration or art industry that is like well i mean some someday they will discover me right or if your work is good enough they will find you right or you build it they will come get you right and and I believe that this is this only works for just a few. This is the exception to the rule, and is is not is not the best strategy to build your career as an artist, right? So, um, so in order for others to know that you exist and that you do amazing work, you need to show up. You need to show your work, right? And and if you don't have that confidence, then you won't show your work, and then people won't know that you exist. And for sure, if someone finds out that you exist, you won't feel, and they want to work with you, you won't feel confident enough to charge for your work. And I think this is a recurrent topic among artists that many many wonder like, how, how can I charge for doing work I love, right? How can I, how can I charge when I will be doing it anyways right and i know that many many clients out there many people that will hire will want to hire artists will wonder like hey 
you know, why are you charging me this? If you are actually enjoying doing the work, right? So if you don't have that confidence yourself in, in the fact that your work is good and your work is valuable and that your work is helping other people sell their stories, helping other companies sell their products, helping other brands um, tell their brand story, then how can you charge for it? How can you stand up for your fees? How can you stand up and show the world that you are doing this amazing work and that no one can do it like you, right? So I feel that confidence is really important. And and definitely the your work or the kind of work that you do is the source of that confidence, right? And I know this, this was like this for me as well. There was a before and after I actually doubled down on improving my skills. Um, you know, it kind of changed from one, one day to the other. I'm not talking about the quality of my work or my output, but I would say that my attitude and my confidence that I could make a living as an artist kind of changed from, from one uh, from one year to the other. And I always speak about this pivotal um, year in my life where I was, you know, I, I used to do lettering on my, on my free time. Um, I had a day job. I used to do lettering in the nights and kind of like try to figure it out on my own. And at some point I decided to double down um, on my skills and go ahead and sign up for a uh, for a master course in type design, and that year, that year in which I, you know, I learn, um, I learn the fundamentals, and I learn the theory, and I learn different techniques, and I really went deep into the the craft. Um, that year was pivotal for me. After that, when I started through that year in which I, I really dedicated myself to, to study lettering and get better at it, after that year, I went straight into uh, starting my own business in lettering. And, and I think that because I doubled down on learning and improving my skills, I started seeing real progress. And that as a result, um, show me that, hey, there's something here that if I dedicate myself to it, I can see real progress really fast or faster than I was, uh, see, or that I was experimenting before, right? So um, I decided then, okay, I'm gonna double down on this and I'm gonna start my lettering studio. And I began charging for my work from that point on. When I opened my lettering studio after, after that year, um, uh, studying type design and improving my lettering skills, I moved to Berlin and um, and that year I started my lettering studio, right? And I, I essentially began uh, charging for for my work. I printed business cards. I, I was a lettering artist. I launched, I relaunched myself as a lettering artist. And I think that having that confidence in my skills is the thing that gave me, gave me the the confidence uh, to actually start charging for it and start a business with it. So, so how fast or how slow you build confidence happens differently for everybody. And it depends a lot on your context, on your circumstances, on the people you have around. But what I can say is that um, in my own experience and also by 
um, having conversations with other lettering artists and, and illustrators and, and creatives out there, there's definitely a value in having great work and doing good work and knowing that you're doing good work to in order to develop that confidence. And what I often see other artists doing, and maybe this is you, um, number one, they self-identify as introverts and they start to believe, and this is really common among artists. I think we all fall into the, as I always say, the introvert category or the shy category. And we start to believe um, that because we have this sort of personality, we cannot develop confidence. That is just by default what every introvert or shy person should be. They should lack confidence. And that is something that, you know, having confidence is something that they will never achieve. And I want to tell you that a confidence doesn't necessarily equal extrovert. Um, I've seen tons of people who are and I bet you have as well. Um, I have seen and met tons of people who are very extrovert um, and it feels that they are, you know, they, they speak all the time and they tell you stories all the time. And it feels that, you know, in a way they're, um, this is a technique for them to hide other things or not speaking about other things, right? Uh, so being an extrovert doesn't necessarily imply that you are confidence sometimes is the opposite sometimes you are um so uh, lacking that confidence that you are trying to cover it up with words right so the fact that you if you self-identify as introvert try not to use it as excuse not to uh develop confidence or try not to see it as something that will um, stand on the way of you developing confidence. Your personality, the way you are, can only um, be a motor of your work. And you are you, and you are unique because you are you, and embrace that. If you are an introvert, then you are an introvert. And this doesn't mean necessarily that you won't be able to develop confidence. And another thing that I see artists thinking is that they, you know, they will be able to develop confidence if they get to a certain thing. So for instance, they, they, they rely on external validation, right? And they say, the day that I will have 100,000 followers on social or the day that I will have worked with Nike or Adidas or whatever dream client out there, um, then I will have the confidence. I'm not confident now because um, I haven't achieved that one thing, right? I'm not confident uh, because I didn't get enough validation. I didn't get that prize. I didn't get the amount of followers to validate my work. And I, I feel that the opposite is true, that because you are confident, you will probably get all those things and not the other way around, right? Because you are confident, you're gonna become this magnet that everyone wants to know more from, right? Um, and I get that in, in just a second, but I think that there's something really magnetic about confidence. And I see that, you know, you can extrapolate that to a lot of different disciplines. Like if you go to the doctor and they're not confident about the thing that they're they are prescribing you, Will you continue go, going to the doctor? Of course not. You, you need to know that that person is confident 
in their skills, in their capacities, in their knowledge to help you. And the same is true for an artist. You want, you want to work with an artist that is confident about the work they're doing. You want to work with an artist that, um, that know what you know know their craft and they know what they're talking about right and that they're not um just improvising all the time so i would say that the approach of thinking that the confidence will come after you get all that that external validation from the number of followers on the, the big clients you work for or the the prizes that you uh, that you earn or win um, I would say that the opposite is true that because you have that confidence because you know that your work is good uh, that all those things will come eventually right and I remember this confidence is magnetic and try to keep that somewhere in your mind and try to look around when you are with other people when you're in a party or when you interact with other people Try to observe how they are and what do you feel around them, you know? And try to see how, how do you feel around someone who is confident? Do you want to talk to them? Do you want to hang out with them, right? As opposed to someone who is not confident. Uh, do you want to stick around them, right? So try to extrapolate this, this concept to a lot of other things and then bring it back to you as an artist, right? So up until now, we have been dissecting a little bit what confidence is and how can you identify confidence in other disciplines? How can you extrapolate the concept of confidence and see why confidence is important, right? And I want you now to imagine how would I look like for you, right? How, how would I look like if you would have that confidence, if you would achieve that confidence. And we're gonna get, right after this, we're gonna get onto the, the hints that I want to share with you today so that you can develop that confidence. Imagine if you have that confidence in what you do and who you are, and you wouldn't be second guessing yourself. How would that feel, right? Imagine if you could be confident about the fact that you're an introvert. Imagine if you will be if you will see your introvert personality as a plus and not a minus, right? If you define yourself as an introvert, I'm just assuming that you will self-identify as an introvert, but it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. But if you are an introvert, what would I feel, what would I feel if this is a, a plus and not a minus, right? So imagine if you were so confident about your work that you want to share it everywhere and you're not ashamed or shy about sharing your work. And imagine as well that because of all these things, because you are confident in what you do, because you are confident about the way in which you are and because you are sharing your work, you would be so confident that you would dare to charge for it, right? Now, this is possible. And there's a lot of artists out there that are doing it. So I want to share with you some of the techniques or the things that you, the tactics that you can start implementing in your own life uh, and day to develop uh, confidence. So let's dive right into it. Number one, focus on what you can control. And I know that I speak about this 
often in this podcast and everywhere, but really focus on what you can control. That is your work, creating great work, improving your skills, seeing progress, really focusing on producing new pieces of work and getting that confidence of seeing how you're progressing in your output, right? I always say that my definition of success is when I look at the work that I used to do two years ago or 10 years ago, and I can compare it with my work now, I can see real progress, right? This is my definition of success as an artist. When I can see, hey, listen, all of that time that I invested into uh, improving my skills, into doing it better, it gave me results, right? And this is a thing that you can control. It doesn't depend on anyone else. It doesn't depend on anyone else on social media telling you how good you are. It just, you know, it's a fact. And it's something that you, you can actually compare something that you did a few years ago with something that you did today and say, I can do it much better today, right? So um, your work is your superpower. And, and this has been also true for all of the artists that I have interviewed in this podcast. They don't doubt their work. It's the only thing that they don't doubt. And you will hear them often saying like, I'm not good at doing this. I'm not good at keeping an eye on my finances. I'm not good at uh, doing client outreach. All of them, they have something that they are not good at, but they never, they never doubt their skills in whatever they do. Uh, they know that they do great illustration work or great lettering work or great uh, creative work, right? This is the one thing they don't doubt um, of. And I think that this is their superpower and this is how they, they develop their confidence. And they invest a lot of time into creating work, right? Number two, document your progress. And this is related to the previous point, uh, which has to do with, yeah, create great work focus on what you can control, um, keep an eye on the things that you were doing before and how you're doing things now. And in order to do that, you need to document your progress. And, and what happens with most of artists or with most of um, people who are trying to improve their skills is that they do, they produce and they throw everything away or they have a pile of sketches, a pile of drawings. And let me know if this is you, um, a pile of, you know, a, they have some sort of drawers somewhere in the house where they keep all the drawings like kind of smashed together, right? Um, so I always say like, be organized, keep your work in folders, categorize, uh, keep categories on the different, um, on the different work that you're doing. If you're exploring, um, let's say if you're a learning artist and you're trying to improve your skills with lettering, um, if you're exploring black letter, keep a folder of all your black letter explorations so that you can compare the, your black letter explorations through time and the, res the results that you are getting uh, now as uh, compared to then. Um, keep everything, keep track of your progress. Uh, in folders, in whatever way you want to organize it. What I do uh, in my studio is to keep different folders for each year where we have like uh, a, um, a different category for each one of the projects that we work on. 
um, let that be personal projects or client projects, but we keep them all separated and we keep all the process and all the sketches, all the corrections, we keep them all in a folder. Um, so, and what, what I always say is that prepare for your retrospective solo exhibition. Think that someday you're gonna do that retrospective solo exhibition, right? And you need to have all those sketches, all those drawings that you did once when you started doing this, right? Um, and I feel that that's a really good thing to look forward to. Even if it never happens, and even if you're not planning on doing a solo exhibition, but plan, like work for that exhibition, right? Keep all your drawings, keep all your, um, all your um, sketches, but keep them organized so that you can see your progress through time that you when you see that folder from 2000 something you can compare it to this year and you can see oh my god i got like all of this time that i invested into getting better at this it was worth it right so be organized keep your work in folders um and the last thing i want to say about this is that if you don't value your work no one will if you if you keep every single sketch in, in a pile or in a drawer and all smashed together, if you don't value the kind of work you're producing, if you don't value the time that you're investing in creating that one drawing, then no one will, right? How can you charge for your work later on if you are not really valuing your process and your imprint on the paper, right? So keep, um, keep a documentation of your uh, of your work treat every drawing like if it's important if it's you know that one drawing that will be participate in an auction um, yeah at some at some important gallery right so tracking your progress is essential and this can also this concept can also be extrapolated to a lot of different things whatever you want to make um, progress with, um, the earlier you start tracking, the better. Um, and there's a definition in business that says that everything that can be measured can be improved. And there's a truth to it. If you, if you want to improve your skills and you're focusing right now in improving your skills, for instance, right now I'm focusing on writing and finishing my new book, right? And in order to do that, I need to keep track of my progress. And what I do to do that is to use a, uh, a, a time tracker, actually. I track how many hours. Uh, so every time I, I sit down to write, I track the time um, that, I, that I invest into writing, right? And I keep track of that every week. And I try to keep the amount of hours that I write every week um, up to eight hours, never down. Uh, never below eight hours, right? So everything, and I can see what, whenever I go out of um, out of track, or yeah, whenever I, I lose track in whatever in, in the writing uh, of my book, then I can totally see it. I can see, oh my god, this this week I wrote four hours instead of eight, as I as I put myself as I set myself the goal to do, right? So I can uh, I can very well see when when I was going off track when I need to go back 
on track, right? When I when I see that my my amount of hours uh, of writing per week have gone down, then I need to implement strategies to allow more time to uh, to write on the next week, right? So everything that you track um, can be improved, and if you track your progress with whatever thing that you're trying to get better at, if it's illustration, lettering, um, whatever it is that you are into, um, keep track of your progress and that will already um, have an impact on your results, right? So number three, so I uh, let's back up. Number one was focus on what you can control on creating great work and seeing progress. In order to see progress, uh, document your work, your, 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 yeah, document your work, which is number two. Uh, keep track of whatever you're doing. Uh, keep your working folder. Um, keep it organized and, uh, value your work, right? Because if you don't do it, no one will. The number three strategy to develop confidence is talk to other people about your work. Own it and introduce yourself as a, an artist, introduce yourself as a lettering artist, an illustrator, talk about your passions, uh, talk to other people about what you're trying to do next, right? Um, even if you're not self-defined as, as an artist yet, right? But start speaking about this. The earliest you start doing, doing this, the, the easier it will become later on. Um, I did that when I started. I remember that well, I had this one pivotal year where I gained confidence in my skills and I started my business in lettering. And uh, one of the things that also gave me confidence was not only putting up online a portfolio, my portfolio work and my website, but also printing business cards. So every time I would go to a party or a networking event or an event of any sort, I would just hand in my cards. And I will introduce myself as Martina Flor, lettering artist, right? So that was already, you know, if I had these business cards, I had to stand up for it, right? And that was already a, a statement that made me act to that level, right? Uh, so whatever you do, start speaking about your work with other people. Start speaking about what you're doing with other people. That will already... Um, first, show you how other people is interested in what you do and how special you are because you are doing this. Not everybody is doing what you do and they will show interest for sure. And that will also help you build confidence. And the strategy number four, and I think this one will sound a little bit woo-woo, um, but I, I thought I would share it anyways because this is something that I discovered recently, actually, I would say in the last three years, which has to do with training, with making my own body stronger so that I could build, build up confidence from my, from how good I felt, right? So I would recommend really strength training particularly. I mean, lifting things that are heavy and that make you strong also has an impact on how you stand up in front of the world, right? Um, so, and the number fourth strategy to build, build up confidence is, and I know that this one will sound a little bit woo-woo for some of you, but I thought I would share with you, with you anyways. 
um, because it's something that I have experienced and I have learned in the last, in the past three years, I would say, which has to do with training and making your body stronger. Um, and specifically strength training. I, th I think that lifting heavy things uh, had made me stronger and had also have um, had an impact on my confidence. And I want to tell you this one story which has to do with um, one big, big project that we initiated in the, in the studio in 2019, uh, which, has to, which had to do with starting our online academy. And in order to start our online academy, I mean, for a long time, we work as a traditional uh, lettering and design studio, working for clients and, um, and eventually doing on the side uh, workshops and seminars and uh, all of these um, teaching events. Um, but on 2019, we decided to step up and really start um, or formalize the work that we were doing in terms of teaching. So we started an online academy and in order to do that, I had to step up in a new role. I had to step up as a leader. I had to grow my team. Um, we had to do new things, uh, use new technology, new stuff that I, that I didn't know about. I had to really learn new, uh, from scratch, a lot of things that didn't have to do with my skills as a lettering artist, but more with my skill, uh, my skills as a, as a leader and as a businesswoman. Um, and, in 2019 was the year where I started doing strength, strength training together with all this learning that I had to do on the side. And this, I feel that this, uh, you know, taking care of my body and, and, and building up my strength in my body has had an impact on me being able to lead that one project. And a teacher of mine, a, a teacher of Latin, uh, in my secondary school used to say mens sana in corpore sano, which is in Latin, it means something like healthy, healthy mind exists in a healthy body. Right. And I think there's so much truth to it. I mean, since 2019, I didn't stop doing a straight strength training. And I feel that that has gave me, given me, um, extra, um, confidence in um, in doing that uh, very important step, or in making that one important step in our um, in our business. So summing up, how to develop confidence as an artist, and this applies to you if you are just starting, if you are an advanced artist. No matter in which stage you are, pay attention to these steps because they will help you, no matter what, right? No matter in which stage you are. Number one. Focus on what you can control. Focus on doing great work, on improving your skills, on, um, on getting that confidence from seeing real progress in your work and having confidence in your uh, output. Number two, and related to number one, document your progress. Keep track of the work that you're doing. Don't throw it away. Don't put it inside a drawer. Just keep track, organize it, keep it in folders. Number three, talk to other people about your work. Talk to other people about what you're doing, what you're excited about, what you're passionate about. If you start taking yourself seriously as an artist, other people will. So start by yourself. And number four, 
do keep your body healthy keep your body strong and that will give you extra um extra power to be confident and to step up in the world as a lettering artist illustrator or creative whatever it is that you do so this all goes back to saying focus on what you can control focus on that thing that you're doing whatever if, if anything you will build confidence from your own actions and and don't let your confidence as an artist depend on what other people say on how many followers on social media you have on how many prices you have on how big your your clients are focus on what you can uh, control and, and build confidence from that so I hope that this few steps or these few tips will be useful for you to build that confidence uh, if anything I want to help you step up in the world um, confident strong as an artist showing the beautiful work that you surely do and to make an impact on other people's life with your work and with your artwork so have a great week and see you on the next episode of open studio bye bye so this is it i hope you loved this episode you can find me the host of the show on social networks at martina flor on instagram twitter and facebook if you have a question or comments go to martinaflor.com slash podcast where you can see previous episodes find show notes and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.